Shabbat Shalom, Body of Messiah. Mark Pulley here with Yahweh Yeshua Assembly in Fort Myers, Florida, bringing you another teaching from Yahweh's laws and commandments. We pray that you've had a good week of unleavened bread and that Yahweh has started, notice I said started, to get the leaven out of your life as well as out of my life. Mm -hmm. It's time that we allow him to purge us further and further of the leaven that has been in our life. And the leaven is what keeps us from enjoying life. The leaven is what keeps us from changing. And so I pray that all of us over this next coming season would experience greater levels of insight and revelation concerning the level, the leaven that is in our life and that the leaven that we need to turn loose of, let go of, and have Yahweh, by His Spirit, with the power of His Word, purge us of all that is keeping us from a closer, intimate walk with Him, from seeing things that we need to see, both in the natural realm as well as in the spiritual, and to understand things. See, the leaven will keep us blinded blinded to what's really going on in our life, blinded to what's going on in the spiritual realm. And so the more leaven that gets purged out of our life and the more unleavened bread, if you will, which is Yahweh's laws and commandments, His Torah, the more leaven which also is Yeshua himself, the more leaven or the more unleavened bread that we eat, the more the leaven will be purged out of our lives and we will have our minds renewed to Yahweh's word, to Yahweh's will, to Yahweh's laws and commandments. So what I want to share with you this morning um, is that Yeshua came to change our lives. Remember the scripture that says that he came to seek and to save that which was lost. So one of the purposes of Yeshua's coming was to change our life. Now, the Apostle Paul reveals this in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. It says, Therefore, if anyone, man or woman, boy or girl, be in Messiah, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away, and all things, 
have become new. When I first got born again, there were a lot of old things that tormented my mind. Um, memories of days of sin, drug usage, alcohol, drunkenness, sexual perversion, uh, sexual immorality, sin, um, selling drugs, buying drugs, so on and so forth. You know, just that whole lifestyle. And I literally stood on that word so many times when condemnation would come, when guilt would come. I would just begin to praise the Father that because of the Messiah, I am a new creation. And those old things have passed away. And I declared many times that that man is dead. He died on the day that I received Messiah and he began to write his laws and commandments on my heart and totally changed my heart. Now, my testimony is my sister Gloria witnessed to me about being born from above and that I could be set free from the lifestyle I was in. She talked to me about being born again. That night I went to bed and I just said, because this is all I knew at the time, God help me. That night, Messiah was standing before my bed sometime during the night. My room was brightly lit up. I mean, it was lit up brighter than any light I have ever seen. And I felt something leave my body, which was the sin nature, demons, so on and so forth. And I felt something or someone re-enter, which was the Ruach of Yahweh's Spirit came to dwell within me. And when I woke up in the morning, I was brand new. My desires that I had before I went to bed, sex, drugs, and rock and roll type things were totally gone. And I was a new creation. I thought differently. I, I lived my life differently. And when I told my mom, who lived through the hell that I put her through as an addict and as, you know, a rebellious teenager and young person, we just both broke down and began to weep how Yahweh answered her prayers, my sister's prayers, and anybody else that prayed for me, all because, I believe, a young man about a year prior to this named Gary that I worked with at Quality Safe and Lock in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, said this to me. He said, one day you will not want to do drugs and live the lifestyle you are living. And I said, quote, I would have to die. And that is exactly what took place. And Yahweh changed my heart. He took the heart of stone out of me and he, and he put his heart within me. And so Yeshua came to change our lives. Many, you might find yourself in a lifestyle of addiction. You may find yourself in a lifestyle of oppression, depression. You may find your lifestyle 
in a lifestyle of sexual perversion where what you're doing you know is wrong. You may find your lifestyle in a lifestyle of fornication. You may find your lifestyle where your life plainly sucks. And that's, that's where my life was. I hated it. I hated who I became. And it took, and my sister said to me later, my sister Gloria, uh, she said she was going to try one more time. And my brother-in-law, Tim, said, don't bother. He will never change. And when I had that experience, I called my sister, told her what happened. She was rejoicing. But my brother-in-law took a few months and he said, I'll wait and see if his lifestyle and his actions validate whether he has changed or not. And see, that's the proof in the pudding. Anybody can say they have received Messiah, but it's whether or not your life has been changed. And when you are truly a new creation, in Messiah, by the power of Yahweh's Spirit, your life will change. If it doesn't, all you've experienced is religion. Maybe you read some scriptures, or you remember things you were taught, or you go to church even, and you might even pray a little bit, and you, you give your tithes to the, to the ministry to try to help them, but your life has not changed. You're still the same person. You have not been born from above. All you have at best is religion. Now, when you remember the story, and you can read it in Mark chapter 10, begin, begin, beginning, excuse me, in verse 17, the, uh, the rich young ruler came to Messiah, Yeshua, and said, what must I do to inherit eternal life? The very first thing that the Messiah responded to him was keep the commandments. Keep the commandments. And that's the title of this teaching, that keeping Yahweh's commandments will change your life. When you begin to live your life according to Yahweh's commandments, and one of the most important commandments that I have found is keeping the Shabbat, the seventh day biblical Sabbath that Yahweh established in Genesis chapter two and has carried on throughout the word all the way through Revelation and will be carried out in the millennial reign of the Messiah. Now, if we go to Exodus chapter 31, Exodus chapter 31, and verse number 16, it says, And the children of Israel, oh, I lost my place. The children of Israel shall guard the Sabbath. And right, the verse before that, verse 14, it says, and you shall guard the Sabbath. And that word guard means 
a military um, protection that you shall look, you shall guard the Sabbath to keep it like a military army dude or dudette would guard something. They have their rifle drawn and anything that approaches it, they shoot to destroy it. Same way, we need to be about the, the Sabbath. Nothing can change and stop you from keeping the Sabbath. And that should be your mindset. That was the mindset in the Gospels. Because Yeshua was put into the tomb and they did not go to the tomb until the Shabbat was over. They honored the seventh day biblical Sabbath. And if there was one time in history that we should break the Sabbath, that would have been it. Now, if you have a life-threatening something or else going on, you know, and you need to go to the hospital, go to the hospital. There's nothing wrong with that. It's breaking the Sabbath. The only thing that's allowed if you are trying to keep the sanctity of life. All right. So it says, and you shall guard the Sabbath for it is set apart to you. Everyone who profanes it shall certainly be put to death. For anyone that does not, that does work on it, that shall be cut off from among his people. And then it says, six days work is done, and on the seventh is the Sabbath of rest set apart to Yahweh. And everyone doing work on the Sabbath day oh, shall be put to death. And the children of Israel shall guard the Sabbath to perform the Sabbath throughout their generations an everlasting covenant. Now, notice the next verse. Between me and the children of Israel, see, when you are born from above by Yahweh's Spirit, you are no longer a Gentile, but you are grafted into Israel. You are part of Israel. Just as much as Yeshua was part of Israel. Just as much as the Apostle Paul and Peter and James were part of Israel. Between me and the children of Israel, it, the Shabbat, is a sign forever. For in six days, Yahweh made the heavens and the earth, and on the seventh day, On the seventh day, he rested and was refreshed. I read something this morning on Facebook. I don't know if, if I can find it real quickly. And it was another version. Um, and I'm not going to be able to find it because I don't remember the person's name and it didn't allow you to keep it, but it talked about the Shabbat and, and that we need to keep it. 
So the very first thing, if you're new to Sabbath, if you're new to Torah, the very first thing that I would encourage you to do in keeping Yahweh's commandments that will change your life is the seventh day Sabbath. Keeping it unto Yahweh. Keeping it unto Yahweh. So the Apostle Paul said, Therefore, if any man be in Messiah, now he's talking to people that were involved in paganism in Corinth. And they just came out of paganism. And so he was relating with them that everything you did in paganism, you should not be doing in Messiah because you are a new creation. You are no longer the person that you used to be. On the inside, you have been changed. And this morning, you know, last night I had zero of the word that Yahweh would have me minister. You know, sometimes during the week, he gives me instructions on what to teach on, and I chew on it all week. I do a lot of references. Well, I had nothing when we went to bed last night. Well, early in the morning when I woke up, I found myself preaching in my spirit. And this word came to me, that Yeshua came to change people's lives. And that keeping Yahweh's commandments will change your life. And there are many people that are in situations, and they may even be in Torah. And I would suggest to them to go over the leaven that has been in their life and begin to allow Yahweh's Spirit to expose it. You may not see it for days or weeks, but then all of a sudden He will reveal to you some leaven, some attitude, some habit, something you're doing that he is saying is a tradition of man. And see, there are just as many uh, traditions of man that many Torah believers have received and have taken as the scripture, but they're just Torah traditions. They're just the traditions of man coming down through the rabbis. And there is just as many traditions from Christianity that are within us that have yet to be purged out of us. So Yeshua came to change your life. Remember what he said in John 10.10. 10. The thief comes not but for to kill, steal, and destroy, but I have come to give them life, or in other words, to change their life, and that they would have life and have it more abundantly, have it to where it overflows. And that word abundant means super abundant in quantity, and superabundant in quality. Yahweh doesn't want us oppressed. 
Yahweh doesn't want us suffering. Yahweh doesn't want us discouraged. Yahweh doesn't want us with PTSD. That's not his plan. That's not his will. Yahweh doesn't want us um, want, you know, having these feelings of suicide. He doesn't want that. That's not his plan. It's not his plan that if you were born a male that you think you're a female. That's not his plan. He only bore two, two people groups, male and female. He made them male and female. And what you were born with is who you are. Understand that. All right, now let's just look over some examples of people's lives that were totally altered when they came in contact with Yahshua. And Mary Magdalene is one of them. She was living a prostitute lifestyle, had demons within her. And the Messiah set her free. And she was the first person that Yahshua met when he was resurrected. And he said, Miriam. And she responded, Master. She knew his voice. Her life was totally changed. My life was totally changed. I cannot describe to you the, the depths of depression, the depths of oppression, the depths of anger, the depths of addiction, the depths of never having enough to where my, I wanted to end my life that I experienced before my sister witnessed to me and Messiah appeared to me. And if he did, if he changed my life, and you know, the first things that I knew to do was to start being obedient. Now, I didn't understand anything about the Torah or Yahweh's name or the feast days or the Sabbath, but I started to be obedient according to the scriptures, to the degree that I knew and understand. And I began to walk in it. And my life was filled with so much joy. I had so much peace that my life was totally changed. The things that I used to do, I did not want to do. I did not want to do. So Mary Magdalene was one of them. Now remember the woman that bled, had the issue of blood for 12 years. When she touched the hem of Yeshua's garment, she was instantly healed. Her life was transformed. Her life was totally changed. Remember the woman caught in the act of adultery. And I always got to say this. She was caught in the act of adultery, but if she was caught in the act, that meant there was a dude with her. But they don't expose the dude. Now, I read some years ago that it was one of the religious leaders that was with her, 
and that is why they were not exposed. But nonetheless, Yeshua said to her that he did not condemn her. And then he said, go and sin no more. See, a lot of people preach forgiveness. A lot of people preach about how much Yahweh loves you, and that is true. But they don't preach about go and sin no more. And how do you do that? By learning his laws and commandments, by keeping his laws and commandments. <clears throat> now, there is 1 John 1, 9. It says, if you sin, then confess your sin, which means turn away from it. And then it says, and that you will be forgiven. You will be cleansed of all unrighteousness when you turn away from it. All right? <clears throat> then think about the woman that was bowed over in Luke 13. And Yeshua said to her, Woman, you are loosed from that infirmity on this day. And this day was a Shabbat, a Sabbath. So her life was changed. When your life has been racked with pain for a number of years and you be, you're set free, your life is going to change. Hallelujah. Now think uh, in the book of John, the man that was born blind. The man that was born blind. His life was changed. He began to follow Yahshua. Even when the rabbi said to him, tell us who, who did this to you. And this former blind person says, why? I'm paraphrasing. Why? Do you want to follow him? And they rebuked him and began to persecute him. Why? Because Yahshua Messiah changed his life, and he began to follow him. Think about in Mark, I believe it's chapter 5, the maniac at Gadarene. He had a legion of demons in him, and Yeshua set him free. Yeshua set him free. And the Bible says that he was clothed and in his right mind. For those that are suffering from PTSD, those that are suffering where their mind is not right, their thought processes are not right, maybe you suffer from bipolar or whatever. Yahshua wants to set your mind right. And when you obey Yahweh's laws and commandments, His word will change your life. He will change your life. But you've got to want to change your life. See, there are many people that want changes in their life with their family or their children or with grandchildren or whatever. But they are not willing to let go of that old life. They still want to fornicate. They still want to live their life the way they want to. Won't work that way. It won't work that way. All you're going to have is religion. You have got to want to desire with a great passion 
to obey Yahweh's laws and commandments. What did Messiah say in John 14? If you love me, you will keep my commandments. Here, let's turn there. There's a few other quotes there. John chapter 14. John chapter 14. Verse, first off, he says in John 14, 10, the words that I speak to you, I do not speak, the words that I speak to you, I do not speak from myself, but the Father who dwells or stays in me does his works. All right? Verse 15 says, if you love me, here it is again, you shall guard my commands. That means you'll do everything humanly possible to stay obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments. And then he says, and I shall ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to stay with you forever. The spirit of truth. Now, excuse me. Now, what was the spirit of truth's assignment? What was the context? If you love me, you shall guard my commandments. So the Ruach, Yahweh's spirit, one of his assignments is to empower you and help you stay in Yahweh's Torah. Stay obedient to Yahweh's laws and commandments. So what is one of the visible proofs that you are born from above and spirit-filled? It is that you are obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments. When you are obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments, that's confirmation that you are filled with the Ruach, with Yahweh's Spirit. Get this. The Holy Spirit, Yahweh's Spirit, the set-apart Spirit, has been sent to help you Obey Yahweh's laws and commandments. Why? Yahweh wants your life to change. Yeshua came to change your life. He came and was crucified as the Passover lamb to change your life. As he changed my life. As he lifted me up out of the spirit of death. Out of darkness. Remember... Colossians 1, I believe it's verse 12 or 13. It says, how the Father... Well, let's just turn there. Keep your finger there. We'll come back there. You know, it's amazing when Yahweh gives you a word of instructions. I had only one scripture coming to this video. I wrote down a couple other possibilities, but I only had one scripture.
And the rest of this is by the instruction and leading of Yahweh's Spirit. And that's how we are to minister. By the leading of Yahweh's Spirit. Not through our head. Not through our intellect. Verse 12, it says, Giving thanks to the Father who has made us fit to share in the inheritance of the set-apart ones in the light, who, Yahweh, has delivered us from the authority of darkness. See that day when Messiah appeared to me? Yahweh delivered me from the authority and the powers and the demons of darkness and transferred us into the reign of the Son of His love, in whom we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sin. So, Yahshua came to change your life. He was sent by Yahweh to change your life when you receive the Ruach and when you make a decision by the power of Yahweh's Spirit. Now, I'll share this with you. For, for a few years, I was hot on fire with Messiah. Well, then one of the desires of my heart did not come to pass. It was a relationship. And I was greatly oppressed and discouraged. And I went back into that lifestyle because I bought a lie from the enemy that said you are happier when you are when you were doing drugs. So I received that. I accepted that thought. And in a matter of days, I was back smoking dope, popping pills, drinking Jack Daniels, and my life was more tormented in 24 hours than it ever was before. And on a Passover uh, morning... I woke up, I took all my rock, CD, my rock CDs out to the alley, I smashed them, and I yelled into the, into the heavenlies, Satan, you have tricked me, and you will never trick me again in this area. And I broke all my rock albums. I destroyed my papers, my pipes, and I... I flushed the, the last of my dope down the toilet. And we went to, all we knew then was church. And that morning, my niece was in church, who's six months younger than me, Cindy. And she was praying and said, I know when Marky, that's what she calls me, she come, comes back to you, he will tap me on the shoulder in church. And at that moment, I tapped her. And she screamed, and the whole place looked over to see what was going on. And we hugged, and we sat down. And then she told me after services what happened. And so, for the next few days, I did not have that abundant joy. I did not have, you know what I had at the beginning. I had to take a stand that I was going to serve Messiah, whether the oppression left or not. 
And then finally, after a few days, it lifted. The darkness lifted once again. And then I began remaining and staying in the Word. And so my encouragement is to you that whatever you have been going through, I want to just share with you and tell you, obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments and receiving Messiah is the only way for your life to change. Many people want their life to change financially or in their health or in relationships or with their children. But there is only one way, and that is Yahweh's laws and commandments. Remember, um, I think it's Matthew 8, and the Messiah came to the centurion, or the centurion came to Messiah and said, my servant is at home, uh, you know, in a lot of pain and sick, and Messiah says, I will come and heal him. And he said, no, I am not worthy for you to come under my roof. Only speak the word. Only speak the Torah. And my servant shall be healed. And he said, be it according to your faith. And when he went home, he, re he found out that his servant was healed the very moment Yahshua said that he would speak or that he spoke the word. There is power in the Torah. There is power in the Scriptures. Look in John 6. I know we said we'd go back to verse... Oh, let's go back to chapter 14. There's a few more verses there that we need to be reminded of. Verse 21... John 14, 21, it says, He who possesses my commands and guards them, it is he who loves me. And he who loves me shall be loved by my Father, and I shall love him. So again, notice it says, He who possesses and guards Yahweh's commandments. Look in John chapter 6, verse 63. And just a few verses, and we will close. John chapter 6 and verse 63. I hope you are, are seeing that Yeshua came to change your life. And that keeping Yahweh's commandments will change your life. When you keep Yahweh's commandments, they will change your life. There is power within them to change your life. Look in verse 63. Yeshua said, It is the Spirit that gives life. The flesh does not profit at all. You can go through many man-made things, counseling, um, medications, all kinds of other 
man-made things and it may help your life, but it won't change it. We need a change on the inside. Hebrews 8.10 says that Yahweh, and it's quoted from Jeremiah, that Yahweh will write his laws and commandments upon your heart. Jeremiah says he will take out of you a hard heart, a stony heart, and he will replace it with a heart for Yahweh. That's what being born from above is all about. That's what being a new creation is all about. Just because you go to the most popular Baptist church, Catholic church, uh, Faith Church, Charismatic Church, Baptist Church, whatever the name would be. It's the biggest ministry in town. The most popular. Everybody's going to it. It has a light show that is beyond anything. The music is awesome as far as music goes. Won't change your life. Why? It's not based on Yahweh's laws and commandments doesn't have a, found, a solid rock foundation of Yahweh's laws and commandments. It may make you feel better. It may give you a, a little bit of peace, but it doesn't change you. You and I need a life-altering experience that changes you from the inside. Now, some people can just read the scriptures and the scriptures changes them. Why? Because it's spirit and life. Now other people need a life-altering experience like Mary Magdalene had, like the Apostle Paul had, where a bright light shined upon him. And the Messiah said, Why are you persecuting me? Notice he didn't say, You're persecuting the body of Messiah. He said, why are you persecuting me? And the Apostle Paul, well, Saul at the time said, Lord, who are you? Meaning, he, it wasn't referring, to, he was saying, who are you? And he said, I am Yahshua, the Messiah, whom you are persecuting. And that life-altering experience changed Saul's life and he received a new name called the Apostle Paul. And so many are in need of a life-altering experience to get the leaven, the darkness, the oppression out of their life. For their children to change and be healed. For their marriage to change and be healed. For their finances or their health or their purpose in life to be changed. For their mind to be restored. Totally. You know, I remember that it was, I don't know how many years, it was five to ten years after I got born from above. We were living in Louisville, Kentucky at the time. And I remember the moment that the fog in my mind from all the dope I took, 
all the pot I smoked. And people that say that doesn't harm you, they are foolish. Because the fog that I had in my brain, in my mind, in my intellect, was abundant. And I remember that day in Louisville, Kentucky, like it was yesterday, that the fog lifted. The fog lifted. Now it took a number of years for that to happen. But Yahweh is faithful. You might not have a life-altering experience overnight, but if you will stay in His Word, that's what Yeshua meant in John 8, 31 and 32, that if you abide in Me and My Word, My laws and commandments abide in you, then you will be my disciple. And then you'll know the truth. And then the truth will set you free. You have to stay in it. Not in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out. No, you have to stay as this version that we've been reading out of says. You have to guard his commandments and then keep obeying them regardless of what life throws at you, regardless of what is taking place in your life. All right. And then it says at the end of that verse, Yeshua said, the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. They are spirit and they are life. They are spirit and they are life. So that is why when you keep Yahweh's commandments, it will change your life. Why? Because it's intended to bring you life, new life. It will change your life. It will change your life. That's why Deuteronomy 28 says that if you will listen and obey His laws and commandments, then you'll be blessed in the city, blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed coming in, blessed going out. You'll be the head, not the tail, above, not beneath. And Yahweh will open up the windows of heaven and, and pour his prosperity upon you. But then it says in verse 15, but if you disobey Yahweh's laws and commandments, you'll be cursed in the city. And that's what my life was like before I had that experience with Messiah. It was cursed. It was oppressed. It was discouraged. Nothing ever, hardly ever went right. There were times Yahweh did things. It wasn't because of my obedience. It was because of His goodness. And my family was praying for me. And so I would just encourage you. Living according to this world. Living the sin lifestyle, the lawless lifestyle of immorality, sexual perversion, living just to please yourself is not going to change your life. It may temporarily bring you some self-pleasure, but it won't last. The only thing that will last is you allowing and inviting the Messiah, to come in and to take over. 
that, and then you start living according to his laws and commandments, and you ask him to empower you by his Ruach to help you obey. All right. Uh, John, or not John, excuse me, Proverbs 7, verse 2. It says, guard my commands and live. And my Torah as the apple of your eye. That means that his Torah, his laws and commandments, his words, his instructions are to be the focal point of your life. All right? Now look in Proverbs 4, verse 20 through 22. So it said here that Solomon said, Solomon said, you are to guard his commandments and live. When you keep his commandments, you're going to live. His commandments equals life. And that life, Yeshua said more abundantly. Yeshua came to change your life to empower you to live according to Yahweh's laws and commandments. Hallelujah. Now that doesn't mean everything in your life is always going to be rosy. But in the end, you will have breakthrough. In the end, Yahweh, as you stay on His Word, He will heal, restore, deliver, prosper, whatever you, you need. His life will be there. Yeshua came to change your life. If you are infirmed in your body, he came to change it. If you are oppressed in your mind, he came to change it. If you are having to take medication to live, he came to change it. He doesn't want us, and I currently take blood pressure medicine, so I understand this. He came to change your life so that you don't have to take Medication. Well, you keep taking that medication until Yahweh tells you not to. All right. Verse 20 of Proverbs 4. He said, My son, listen to my words, or to my Torah, or to my commandments, or to my instructions. Incline your ear to my sayings, Yahweh's sayings, or instructions. Let them not depart from your eyes. Guard them in the midst of your heart. For they are life to those that find them. And healing to all their flesh. They are life, Yahweh's commandments. Yahweh's Torah. Yahweh's instructions. Our life. To those that find them. The answer to all of our lives is Yeshua. He came to change your life, to lift it out of darkness, and He came to put you in His light. He came to place you in the set apart place, His kingdom. And if you're part of his kingdom, you are going to obey his laws and commandments. 
Yahweh wants you to obey His laws and commandments because in His laws and commandments are life and that life more abundantly. When you obey Yahweh's laws and commandments, His laws and commandments will change your life. Will change your life. Now, you may have loved ones, friends, families, who are lost in darkness. And all you can do is plant a seed of His laws and commandments. And as we have been starting our garden in um, planters, on our lanai by our pool, because the, the ground here in Florida, it, it stinks for, for growing a garden. It's not like the ground in Wisconsin. So we use planters. Well, we have noticed when you plant seed and it receives light and water, it will grow. And it will produce a harvest. And so we need to plant the seed of Yahweh's laws and commandments. Because eventually it will produce an opportunity for an individual to receive it or to reject it. And so, as I end this teaching, Yeshua came to change your life. But you have to invite Him in. Yahweh's laws and commandments will change your life, but you have to receive them. You have to accept them. And you have to step out in faith and begin to obey them. And most people start with the seven day Sabbath. But however Yahweh leads you, start obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments if you want your life changed. If you're tired of the darkness. If you're tired of eating pig slop. Come back to the Creator. Come back to the Almighty. Come back to Yahweh. And you will find that your life will begin to change. So Father, we thank you for this word. We receive this word. We receive you purging all the leaven out of our life. And we thank you for it. And Father, we pray for those whose lives need a supernatural altering experience with you. That you, Father by the power of your name, would alter their life like you did in my life, like you did in the Apostle Paul's life, like you did in many people's lives in the Scriptures. That light would come on in people's minds and they would see the Scripture and that your word, your instructions, your Torah would begin to alter their life. We pray for those that are suffering 
with mental depression. We pray for those that are suffering with PTSD. We pray for those that are suffering with lawlessness. And because of lawlessness, they're involved in sexual perversion. They're involved in darkness. They're involved in fornication. They're involved in witchcraft. They're involved in many things that are, are an abomination to your laws and commandments and to you. Father, I pray your mercy upon them. I pray, Yahweh, that you would lift them out of that darkness by the power of your Spirit. And we thank you, Yahweh, that you sent Yahshua to give them life. You sent Yahshua to change their life and to lift them out of darkness. And Father, we thank you. We thank you for lifting many up out of darkness, whether they're in prison physically, whether they're held captive by the prince of darkness, that your power would destroy him. Your power would, would loose them from his captivity. And we pray for our own lives, that any captivity that the enemy has held us captive in, in oppression, in discouragement, in sickness and disease and lack, that you would lift us out of it now by the power of your Spirit. Hallelujah. And Father, we love you. Father, we worship you. Yahweh, we praise you and we bless you. And we thank you that your word, your instructions are spirit and they are life. And only your instructions can go into the inside of an individual and change their life. So, Father, we receive it. We thank you for it by the power of your name. If you want to connect with us, you connect with us on our website, Yahweh, Yahshua, assembly.com. You can connect with us on Facebook, Mark Pulley, or we have a Facebook page there as well. Until next time, Yahweh bless you. Yahweh make his face shine upon you. Yahweh lift up your countenance that you would just be lifted up, that you would be encouraged, that you would be healed, that you would be delivered, that you would be restored by the power of His name. Until next time, shalom, shalom.